my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard and they're like it's better than yours damn right it's better than yours i could teach you but i have to charge if you want it the thing that makes me what the whores go crazy for whores they lose their minds La 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 I got ice in my veins Walk like a champion, champion, champion I'm so cold-blooded, I fear nobody Ain't no letting down, I won't let you down Cause I got ice in my veins I talk like a champion, like a champion I'm so cold-blooded, I'm so cold-blooded I fear nobody, I fear nobody What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 96 of the Saratoga Sports Pod. Featuring your boy, gang, gang. here for a good time and a long time, Mr. Worldwide West, because everywhere I go, I leave a worldwide mess. Introducing next, my man John to the Blue Chew, in the building, Mr. John Mutu. Hello, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wheel up. Big facts. And you know my boy, 5'7 from Westchester. What's the word, New Row? Just here because he has to, not because he needs to. <laughs> or because he wants to. Or because he wants yeah. to. God, Mr. Justin Thomas God, in the I, building. God, I don't want to. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> there it is. There it is. And my boy, my favorite, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pasta bitch in the building. Pasta <laughs> bitch. <laughs> the gabagool, Mr. Mad Barber. Not Greg Pasta bitch. <laughs> oh, that's so good. One more time, one more time. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Greg Pasta, bitch. Drop a bomb on him. Wow. What's not racist but feels racist. Wow. But can't be racist because he's white. <laughs> Reverse racism. Wow. Oh, shit. Jeholy fucking... All right. We going to just uh, let that one rock. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Jehovah's Witness. I thought he was going to say Jehovah's Witness, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jehovah's Hello? shitness. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Niggas is... Y'all see y'all starting off the show with a bang this week. Big facts, man. Something about uh, recording later in the day. It just brings... It see, brings you know, the imagine best. if we were recording midday and a day was supposed to hit 100. Yeah. We be in his bitch hot. I wouldn't be here, honestly. <laughs> Justin, you gonna call out this week? I probably was. Using uh, his sick days. <laughs> Using his sick time. You know what's crazy is I never, like, in terms of, like, working since I've, like, got out of college mm-hmm. and all the jobs that I've had that allows sick days, I think I've only taken, like, maybe two. You bugging. I took two the first month of my job. <laughs> <laughs> I took two the first I don't month. E- like, I didn't even try. Like, when I was at CBS for the year and a half. And that's I, why like, they don't hire black people. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. I dead on, I dead never called out. I, I never I never had a sick day. Well, I mean that that's a job you wouldn't want to call out of. Plus it's per diem, so it's like This damn. is true. Like yeah. I, I, people always ask, "Hey, like I had vacation and everything." I was like, "Yeah, no, cuz like I need to work cuz the more hours I work, the more I get paid." So Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> one of those things. A life. Right? I'm a freelancer. But, I'm, but we're right? glad the, the freelance life. But we're glad you're here in not 100 degree weather and not on the injured reserve tonight, you know what I'm saying? Not the injured well, I mean, you know, injured reserve, you know, sick list, you know. 60 uh, Dale. The 60, IL. Yeah. The, <laughs> the injured list. Why did they change it from uh, disabled list to? You know why. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's an able slur. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the seven-letter word. <laughs> or I guess it would be eight in past well, tense. Well, I mean, in past tense, it would be eight. Is it I past mean, tense, though? I mean, like Helen Keller was disabled? Disabled is she referred. Disabled. No, she was disabled list. Disabled. Oh, disabled. <laughs> yeah, Alan Colors basically was like other disabled people should be like euthanized. Oh, well, Wait, that's, what? Yeah, bro. I didn't know she said that's that. Wow. It's like the because the joke I is that she was racist, and I don't think it's confirmed <laughs> it was racist, it's but it's impo- confirmed it's impossible. that she didn't like other disabled people. It's, it's, it's impossible. I know you've seen that that's Family a good Guy question. episode. 
Which one? With, you, the, you, one the one where they had the, the Helen Keller cutaway when it was like what? everybody. Which, like the three every, of them? They, yeah, it was a lot. There was the one where everybody walked away and she was talking normal, but everybody came back oh, around and she was God. like, yeah. you know. You know she Helen said she Keller. wants to go out to a bar and she yeah. wants to get wrecked by a townie. Yeah. Oh, I remember <laughs> that one. I remember that. He <laughs> was like, how are you today, Helen? No. It was <laughs> wild. <laughs> She was wild. What? And you know what the crazy thing is? The absolute... No, I'm not the bad guy in this situation. The real bad be. guy is Seth MacFarlane and the people be. at Fox that you let this shit go be. on the air. Might be. It's crazy. Keep going, keep going. I'm just saying. like, It's not my... They allowed that to what go was, on air. Okay, what was the point you were originally trying to make before Miles said you might be... Yeah, no, I was, just, I, was, I was referencing one of the... Helen, okay. the one, one of the many one of Helen the, Keller. I think it was like one of like three or four Helen Keller jokes. You know Family that, Guy that got too get. many cutaways if, that, if they got that many. So I think Helen Keller was actually disabled, but it was ableist. But I still don't think Stevie's blind. Look, I'm not. I'm not having any. You saw how he shot comments. the free throw. You saw. You saw him shoot <laughs> okay, that basketball. Okay, we saw how Fifty Cent through the first pitch. No, no, no. What was the rapper that shot that crazy free throw at the All Star uh, break this year? What was it when, when they're doing that two on two tournament with like Fab Jack Harlow was trying to and shoot oh threes. yeah it was um Quavo and uh, Jack Jack Harlow versus somebody no, no, no. but then oh I think I think it was little baby but, was it little baby it might have been little baby two chains yeah he airballed a free throw yeah they was they just threw that yeah. joint off the backboard with yeah the heaviness yeah. He ain't, yeah, he he lifted earlier in the day probably not but yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah probably little baby not. be lifting yeah not probably not the only thing he lifts is bars. <laughs> Cause, good lord, I don't think I, I haven't heard a little baby song. That it's infant missed. can spit. Yeah, that infant can spit. All right, phrasing has to be called on this, right? Like, nah. no, nah, no, what? Way. No what are you way. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Man, did we ever get the? Did we ever get the phrasing button put in? No. Ah, oh, damn it. Sorry, you got to put put in these requests two weeks at, you, two, you, two weeks you, before. You send me the audio. I put it in. I put it in the box. You okay. tell me. You tell me which one. To replace. It's just that, a right. It's Excel's just at putting it in the box. I put it in the box. <laughs> It's just the regular, uh, what do you call to it, jump Archer. Over this Jehovah Fitness, this nigga. And she, I don't even know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Jehovah's Fitness, Jehovah's... <laughs> you know Candace? Can you Jehovah Parker, Fitness yeah. Jesus into your life? Candace Parker's going to the All-Star game this year. That's nice. Good for her. Yo, so yeah, after they beat chipping her off the Olympic team because she's not a Nike athlete. I'm not going to lie, I kind of li- bangs with that type of format. A little bit. Well, the, no, uh, that was that was a real thing. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm, I, I saw the yes, thing. The, we were, like, the we post were moving past that. Oh no, yeah. he made a face. So that's why I was like, "Don't make a face." Oh, like, no, it's because, not true. Oh no, no, no! Because my forehead is just bugging. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Your forehead? Yeah, my forehead, forehead, forehead was bugging. I saw it. It was doing that, was, that weird thing. It was anyway, the thing that foreheads do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, uh, but no. getting veiny. Anyway, the WNBA's thing is swelling, filling with fluid. Okay, I guess I'm not explaining. Go ahead. You are talking about foreskin? Surely you are. Imagine if your foreskin inflated. <laughs> I'd be even more of a problem. Go this ahead. is what you wanted to talk about and interrupt. Me <laughs> Wait, hold on. To talk about foreskin. Go on. I'm gonna take a break. No, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I'd be even more of a problem. Found out more things that I didn't want to know. All right. As you were saying about Scott Diggins. Scott Diggins. As you were saying about the WNBA. WNBA. Scott Diggins. Yes. Are we back? You got all your foreskin out. <laughs> all right. It's gone already. Oh, it's been gone. <laughs> Anyways, the WNBA All-Star well, format. <laughs> Double entendre, don't even ask me how. <laughs> now, now my goal for this pod is to make John have to do the most editing he's ever had to do. Yeah, what else is fucking new? You know, no, but now, but before I wasn't doing it on purpose. Now I'm going to actually try. Well, maybe I'll just leave it in and then just ruin you. <laughs> ruin me? Ruin... John, there's literally a whole TikTok of me talking about traps. You think I care at this point? 
Yeah. Also, the, uh, I posted Ben Simmons stuff the other day on one of them. It was, uh, like, 700 views. I'm going to post them tonight as well. Wonderful. Good. Good for you. Anyway, <laughs> the WNBA All-Star format <laughs> is basically the Olympic team versus this year's cast of uh, All-Stars. But how does that even work, though? Like, because what if is it world so, versus like, US? It's, based, it's Team US. Ver- no, it's just Team US versus whoever gets selected for the All Star Game this year. So whoever was on Team USA, the previous, uh, the previous, the previous teams USA, whether whether FIBA or USA so or would Olympics, that, would that mean that they're exempt from being on the All Star team? Because you get what I'm trying to say. Like, yes, but I don't know if, what. Why do you like it? No, I didn't say I, I prefer it. I'm just saying I think it's a cool concept. But I like, guess that's no. I honestly because it opens the doors for I guess people that may be to try that and may, get that a may spot? have been snubbed. I was gonna say it kind of feels like um, like they're not having enough time to fully prepare for the Olympics. So they're like, all right, so I guess we'll just kill two birds with one stone because we don't get enough resources. I mean, it's the women anyway. They're gonna run through everybody. I would say like it yeah. really doesn't make any like who. But I just don't. I mean, I don't get it. I, I, look, I'm not saying it's something I would. Say like, oh yeah, the NBA should adopt it, but I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, because then you would have because then you get introduced to a, a, a kind of a new crop of you already know who's on like Team USA and stuff like you know the Brianna Stewarts, the Subers, et cetera, et cetera. But now you get you know some fresh talent in the All Stars competing at you know. But how many people? How, how many people? How, how many people typically make the All Star team anyway? 12, I think uh, like it's, Can you explain 12, how? 12, 12 in each conference, right? Also, I guess it doesn't really make a difference if you think about it because then it's like you got twelve on the on the. No, All-Star. the difference is you're taking up an entire team when you have like. You have good Australians and, like, add people elsewhere, I guess. I mean, obviously, most of But I'm all, saying the most of the people on Team USA are people you already know. Yes. Right. Like, so it's not like I'm, you're really missing out there, but it also gives you a chance to see right. someone like the Michelle uh, and Yearways. I don't think she's in. But uh, 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 Lainey from the Liberty, mm-hmm. she's on there, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think anybody are the cat average WNBA fan. I saw this Cambridge is on there. Yeah, she what? is, bro. I'm she's a talk. fucking beast. She's a, she's that, a beast. That clip of her just like chatting with her point guard as she just barbecue chicken someone in the post. Yeah, the video when she they threw it into her and she laughed before going into her. Yeah, move. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, she, that is a, that is a healthy she woman right there. The other, yes, that is a healthy woman right there. Yeah, um, <laughs> she got a block into like a strut after. I was like, I'm, this is the energy, and um, I saw some I'll be a pillow pet. <laughs> Sorry, that's it. I saw something else that was like uh, they need to post uh, more of like ways to get more people to watch the WNBA and it was like um, this girl on TikTok was talking about she was like yo I just saw all the videos of all their pregame fits and it's like we show all the NBA players pregame fits all the time and Bro, see them everywhere yeah. and they're like they the WNBA players be mad drippy no they be drippy as yeah, hell yeah they be drippy as oh hell oh my god and they're, like, they're, and they're like yo they need to show this more instead of making it difficult to find because it makes everything so much more personable yep. and like makes it so much cooler and it's gonna want people to get way more involved they got like, cool TikToks and everything too like yeah. yeah listen I don't I don't think that it's the players that's the problem and oh, I think it's, it's one it's the fact that they're over they're just overshadowed by the big brother it's bro. the, that, it's the it. misogyny well, well yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it is it also kind of doesn't help that the NBA is kind of because usually the WNBA is during the summer when the NBA is off. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't kind of help that this is the most and this is the most important time for the NBA. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so you know niggas is not tuned into regular season. It also doesn't help that you can't really watch every game at will. So like the Liberty played the other day, it wasn't on. Yes, it wasn't on CBS Sports. It wasn't on ESPN. So like Twitch or something. It was on NBA League Pass or uh, WNBA League Pass. They have a WNBA League Pass. Yeah, oh, and it has it does not have very good reviews right now. I don't even buy yeah. regular League Pass or ba- or and Bally Sports, which we don't get because we're in the New York market. So it's like mm. I can't even watch a team that's literally in my market because they're not on TV. 
I think it was on ESPN three. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not paying for a subscription. Their revenue doesn't help their revenue. Actually, uh, you know, life. Look, man, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of hard because, like, on one hand, I think the WNBA. They could do better, but it's not like they're not trying. Yeah, it's not their fault. It also needs, better. I mean, my thing. you can't keep bringing a horse to water and forcing it to drink. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just people out there that are just not going to watch the WNBA because they're misogynist. It's mm-hmm. true. That's some good basketball. I kid you, yo, bro. If you <laughs> like we basketball, all know. We're, we're all, we're all, we're all hoopers. We've all hooped against some pretty good, you know, uh, woman hoopers. Yeah. Right? So it's we not like it's some this, pretty good female hoopers as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it is. I mean, we all know this. I mean, it's not like any of us Preaching are going to acquire at this point, man. It sucks. Like the, literally, the only difference is that niggas, uh, niggas, sticking with the basketballs, NBA playoffs, conference finals. Uh, I'm going to be honest. It's It's been hard to keep up with since uh, my team got uh, ousted, but <laughs> I, I will say it's been a rough playoffs for everybody just because of all these injuries. I mean, it's just, it's just bad. But the it's series just, have been more back and forth than expected, you know? It's, it's like at some point, everybody, everybody's number one or number two guy has been hurt. Now Giannis is hurt. Thankfully, no structural damage yes. in his stuff. But doubtful for, doubtful for game, for game his, five. For game yeah. five. Uh, I don't know if, about Trey's status for the next game. Well, yeah, we don't Questionable know Trey, still. But, Trey, but, but it's a bone it. bruise. We know how bone bruises are. Yeah. Yeah. That's hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? And uh, on the other end, they said Kawhi is out for the rest of the conference finals. I don't think Kawhi he not playing. Play. He's not yeah, playing yeah. for the rest of the I'm. I also it's way, feel like he's. Like, I think it's way worse than they're letting on. I mean, they're yeah, not telling absolutely. us. They're, they're not telling absolutely. us what's going, what's going on. So I mean, and I, I guess, and and that's my other thing. Like, Jeff Van Gundy brought it up, where he was like, "I wonder why he's sitting in the box and not on the bench." My dad asked that too, and he was like, "Because they always talk about how much Kawhi like brings to the huddle about like how he analyzes shit." So he's mm-hmm. like, "I wonder if the injury is a reason why he's not down there." So it's like. I don't know. Maybe you can't get a good view of a boot from the box. Maybe there's a lot of things going on there. Yeah. But like, but also, I I don't know if you guys got the vibe, but like, the vibe to me is very much that Kawhi does not fuck with these Clippers. I, and I have a, I, I don't know. I get the vibe, and like, there there's been like, I I think it's very clickbait and like kind of bullshit headlines about him being unhappy. True. But um, I wouldn't be super surprised if he didn't resign with them. And not for nothing, I feel like if they win without him, he'll be like. I could just go and get more money. True. I mean, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't. I'm not really buying the I'm not happy in in Cali thing because one, I like I've said it before. Like, well, yeah, he, he, wants he to chose be in, there yeah, because he wants, he wants to, to live there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's people out there. I don't think he necessarily has a problem with the team. I don't. I mean, honestly, I haven't get that. It just, that vibe. I don't know. Whenever I like. Whenever I watch them either interact with the team, it just feels like he don't fuck with them. But Kawhi, it was the same Kawhi's a pretty the, stoic dude, though. Oh, it was the yeah, same thing with the did Raptors. Did you see too? The, the yeah. Mike Breen shit? Nah, what are you saying? It was um, Paul George had a big shot the other night, and they show Kawhi, and he's just standing there like a straight face. And Mike Breeze goes, "And Kawhi Leonard is going crazy." <laughs> like he's just a, he's, he's a very he's, he's stoic dude. Nah, That's, but they yeah. always showed like when he would interact with the Raptors and shit. Like even after they won, you but know, there were like, times during the season where it did. Like there was the one video that circulated where it's like they're doing like their pregame whatever, and the one dude I forget who it was it goes to like. I guess break, get him involved or give him like a, a fist bump, and he was just like, "Now nah, let's just go to the court." Oh yeah, I remember. I don't know Serge Ibaka, honestly. Like I, I don't think he doesn't like people. I think he's just he, he probably just gets in those modes of like, "All right, like it's a know, job. We're here to work. We're, we're here to work, now, guys. Come on." Yeah, especially now, especially now bread. because he because he can't fucking play. I'm saying, but you know, the, shout out to them because they they forced the game. You should six. still get a max, Paul George. Summer. Yeah. They say, yeah, man. I don't know. Streets is saying that Paul George has been playing really well this season. It's, it's funny because it's like as much as as much shit as we give Paul George, deservingly so, 
he's still a good player. Yeah, and it's like we always like as actual basketball fans, we always come back to it. it's like Paul George is a very good player that I feel like any one of us would be glad if he was on our team. Bro, it's like it's one um, of those weird but things. It's just his bad moments have been very bad. They've been very bad in the timing. Yes. Has been the missed free terrible. throws this series have been awful. I mean that, that that tells you all you need to know. They be they would be playing in a lim- they, an elimination game like on the other end. If, I'm gonna say they'd be they, they should be up three two right now. Yeah. yeah, like I've been um you know obviously the week that I've been away I haven't been keeping up as much, but I've been able to watch some like the end of these games. So I'm turning in. And what do I see? Just as soon as I turn, like not soon, but like I'm catching Paul George missing those fucking free throws. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just the out of context. Paul George's stuff is not the wave, but when you look at it from a larger perspective, yep, he's doing what he needs to do. But also, the biggest thing, in my opinion, is fucking Reggie Jackson, because he has been Mister Timely Buckets, Bobby, Bobby Schmurda, yeah, Bobby Schmurda. Yep. Every time the Clippers need Bobby a bucket Bish. to either stay relevant or to really keep the other team from catching up, he comes through. Yep, like these players have been huge. He's an unrestricted free agent this season. He's I think thirty one or turning thirty one this year. So he should get some money. Well, why was he? He deserves it, man. He's hey, playing great every year. We every hey, every year in the playoffs, we there's that unsung hero, mm-hmm. right? Remember when the uh, the Raptors were on their 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 run? Fred, Fred. Van Vliet, yep. Father know, Fred, Father Fred. You know, last season, Tyler who, Harrow, Tyler Harrow for the Heat. You know, for the Lakers, Rondo, exactly yeah. playoff Rondo. So look, it happens. Yeah, I mean, it's coming to the right. Even Boogie yeah. in his limited minutes. But yeah, like, bro, really, yeah. if I could get fucking Boogie on a decent deal, he's turning 31. You don't have to play him a lot of minutes to be like, oh, he's going to have his big injury history. Having a big that can rebound and is a thick body, I would like that. Yeah, I'm saying, and even so, it's like uh, now Zub- Zubac is hurt. So mm-hmm. because Zubac is hurt, he's going to get he's gonna get extended minutes. Is Ty Lue coaching? Are we giving Ty Lue some credit? <laughs> uh, Look, I'll give Ty. I mean, he's, he's made some adjustments here and there. I still I still would not put him on the pedestal that some people do. Mm-hmm. But he I'm, is he is not a, he's not a trash coach. He's not I would not Lewis say Lewis. he is in the upper echelons of coaches either. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like if, if you told me at the beginning of the season that the Clippers would be exactly where they are right now, game I w- six of the I wouldn't doubt it. I would be like, okay, I feel like this is like an expectation. Because uh, I would have said that without Kawhi. Well, if he said that without Kawhi, Kawhi's only missed the past one, two, three, but, four, five, series. six. The, well, I mean, the whole series he missed game six. Oh, so yeah, I guess he's missed the past seven games. Well, without Kawhi, yeah, I guess that does change things. But even still, if you told me at the beginning of the season that they'd be at to the conference finals and not have Kawhi for what you said, how many games? Seven games. But they, Seven games. Uh from what the team was in the beginning, I would say probably because I mean, also remember they're missing uh, Serge Ibaka too. Yes, yeah, I'm missing Serge Ibaka <laughs> who's, too. Whose sideline fits? Oh, his sideline right, fits are crazy. Um, also, it's funny because like when he wasn't getting burned, bringing up the Luke Kennard contract, which is wild, but like. Before he got traded to the Clippers, Luke Kennard was someone that a lot of like playoff teams wanted to get. Like he's a productive player, yeah. so it's funny he wasn't really able to show it because he was getting burned. But now he's been able to like do yeah, something. He's, like he's he's added. He's every added team can use someone off the bench who can go get their own bucket and can shoot from three a decent amount. Yep, every yeah. team can use that. His shot looks so clean every time he hits. I think every time he shoots, yeah. I think he'll make it. That's how I feel about uh, Bogdanovich too. Bogdanovich, yeah. yeah. Which Bogdanovich? The one in the Hawks. Ah, uh, Bogdan. Yeah. I think that about Boyan with the uh, the Jazz. But the thing is, he just shoots at such a high volume. He does. <laughs> like, as you, whenever you shoot at that high of a volume, I'm like, you know a bunch of these aren't going to go in. Like, you know, you can pencil them <laughs> in for 20 points a game. When easy. Bogdan but shoots, is he going to get it off for 5 or 15? <laughs> get it off 20 <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah. 
he gonna he gonna he gonna get his shots. But but yeah, man, Reggie's been Reggie's played well. The only thing that's gonna happen, and I feel like I just hope teams like 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 the Knicks do not overpay. He deserves money this this all season. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely deserves money. I don't. I, I, I just feel like somebody's gonna overpay. Think, might overpay. I think him. management in the Knicks won't overpay. I, yeah. Josh Everly tweeted this the other day too, where he was like, "How if you're signing Reggie to a three year contract, how much, how comfortable, like, do you feel paying him? Like, how much do you feel? Like, less, to me, it's it has 15. to be less it's than hundred. I, like I feel like ten years valid. I think fifteen. If it was me, I mean, I wouldn't pay him more than thirty. He's not that old for a guard. Honestly, the Tyler Johnson contract may not be that bad for when uh, that's only not that bad because. The, con, the, the cap and everything and all yeah. that stuff has like a four like a four year fifty mil. I feel like it's not terrible. No, that's not bad. I my thing is I don't know if I want to do four year. If you're signing three, I feel comfortable three three forty five. I feel oh. very comfortable with that. Well, that may be three in a player option. I would take that. I would absolutely take that right now for the Mavs. Yeah. Only the yeah, man. I mean, he, like, would, he would only go to a contender too. He's not going nowhere. Yeah, he's yeah. he did the thing in Detroit. He's not. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't do. He wouldn't do that again. Never built. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, Detroit really has. Quite a core. Ka oh yeah. Cascade for Cade. It is. There it is. It worked. It, it worked. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna be they gonna be nice next year. Yeah. I mean they're yeah, not gonna I don't I don't, they're not gonna be nice. a contender. They're gonna be fun to watch. They're gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Cade kinda ain't about to pull up pull up and do the damn fucking thing. Cade, Jeremy, Killian, oh, man. Sadiq, Sadiq, and Precious. That's what it is. Precious Precious? Chua? No, no. It's um uh, You talking Isaiah about Isaiah Stewart. Yes, Stewart. Oh, yeah, the big burly dude, yeah. Dude, they got two people on fucking all-rookie teams, you know? Okay, look. And they got Dwayne Casey still back. Mm -hmm. Hey, look. I would, I would not Things be are looking up in the Motor City. would not City. be surprised if they're contending for one of them play-ins next year. Are we still doing the play-in? Probably. I don't know. Probably. 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 Just still, I, I don't think it's a... There's a CBA coming up. So they, I, I doubt that, you know. But. So it depends on how much LeBron hates it. Maybe. <laughs> LeBron really hated it this year, but... Yeah. yeah. Only, only hated it because you know. Well, we know why they. Mm. But you know. speaking of which, did you? Uh, obviously, you didn't see. And John, uh, you were on vacation, but yo, somebody dropped a. Uh, oh wait, no, I sent I sent it to the chat. The LeBron, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the LeBron, LeBron commandments, the LeBron oh, sexual commandments, bro. Oh my gosh, head. Y'all must be stopped. You grown men, grown men out here making that. It yep. was the replies for me because you can just post that as a singular and be like, oh, this is a joke. But it was him doubling down. He double, he double, tripled, and quadrupled down. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Man said he's the tough. He has the he's the most mentally tough athlete in sports history. Like, come on, son. Then tried to like kind of backtrack and said most mentally tough in team sports, and I'm like, even still, he's not. You, you gonna tell me that LeBron James was more mentally tough than Jackie Robinson? Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying that. <laughs> that's OD. I, I, that's, <laughs> I don't know. Where, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you go with that. But Jackie Robinson, yeah. I'm like, damn, low Bro, key. That's like that. You can pull that on any athlete. <laughs> Jackie Robinson like was getting Woods, spit on. Tiger Woods' dad used to verbally abuse him to get him ready for the pros. He'd be like, Jackie Robinson used to actually get death threats. They was burning crosses at, at the at the ballpark. Like, what the what are you talking about here? <laughs> the KKK will pull up like, yo, we won't see you outside. Like, some shit. Imagine that. In, like in the middle of Brooklyn, bro. The whole shit. It was on like, a Sunday what was it I think after his first win where the, yeah. the crowd went to go hoist him up and he was like oh shit a crowd of white people was chasing me and just ran yeah. he was like yeah you can't you can't uh, be in this hotel with your teammates Jackie why not <laughs> cause you a darkie that's why <laughs> yeah it's crazy why not look in the mirror <laughs> like nah it's like damn like that but it's those type of people that, that make me I can't appreciate LeBron the way I want to yes uh, because yeah. 
He's really like as much <laughs> as apparently that we makes have Bron sexuals, and then like everyone else, like he's still not gonna get the full credit he deserves at a grander scale until he retires. Like it's 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 just not gonna happen. And we can do the whole BS. Oh, we didn't appreciate him. Well, yeah. he's here. Blah 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 thing. Pretty much. Very great. Yeah, but um, apparently, but, uh, based off of the the LeBron commandments, the Le, uh, the LeBron commandments. Whatever. I don't even know what the fuck. Commandments. <laughs> commandments. Yeah. And the Le, fact that he didn't even yeah. he didn't even spell it right because it's supposed yeah. to be a capitalized B, yeah. not a lowercase B. Yeah, yeah. He's not even the stand. There. Wow. So according Ugh. to the commandments, that makes us haters that we don't appreciate his greatness right now. So, I do. I guess I'm a hater. What is it? I mean, I, I appreciate it. LeBron James the best. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player I saw with my two eyes. True. That being said, True. I still think he also has his flaws as well. As well, everyone does. Yeah, <laughs> nobody perfect. As much as y'all try to talk about Jordan, uh, listen, I saw a tweet where I was like, "You're <laughs> who's regarded as the greatest player of all time when I have all them rings without Scotty." Ultimate. Oh, and this man, Scotty. Oh, Scotty's, been, <laughs> Scotty's out here. Talk about, there's no such thing as bad publicity. This man, Scotty's trying to sell some alcohol and some books. He's yeah, trying to sell. He's you. trying to push yeah, some nigga, product, yeah, damn it. Yeah, yeah, this bro. Nigga, yeah, this nigga, Scotty, started wilding. He's wilding. This man. This, Goddeth Pippin. Oh, man. Scott yeah, was like, "Yeah, Katie don't got it." Like LeBron, I'm like, "Excuse me, sir, what?" He said yeah, he, he don't be he don't be getting his teammates involved, sir. I watched every single game. Can you name your firstborn, Scotteth? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, son. Scotteth Thompson <laughs> sounds very regal. Not John me- messing up my last name. That's oh crazy. fuck again, Scotteth Thomas still sounds <laughs> regal. I don't want to hear it. You still Scottish can't pronounce Thomas. my last name. That's not true. It's Mutu. See, there you go. Ah, uh, there it is. Exactly. Proud of y'all. It's like I just, <laughs> yes, sir. I just, I just remember it because it's like button. my friend uh, really Musu's is. name. That's why I just replaced the O with Your friend. I, what Musu? You have a friend named Musu? Oh, yeah. so you know, yeah, and you have, yeah from and Temple. then you have me. Well, yeah, and it's, and it's literally just replacing the the S with the T. That's funny. Yeah, you gotta have him on the pod. No, well, it's, it's, no I mean, she's a girl, so absolutely no Musu on the pod. <laughs> no, nah, you, you, you seem very, you no. seem very against this. No. Why, why not? Musu is a character, yeah. so it I, sounds I like love, we should have. I we're just gonna leave the it there. That's it. We're just gonna leave she it. Sounds good. like we should have for the pod. He was good people. That's I don't. What it I don't, like. I don't know if she would actually come on though. I mean, I haven't honestly. I haven't talked to it her. It feels any. like he knows that she would come on and doesn't want her to. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? You I'll be honest. I Let's get her on the phone right now. Look, I, I, honestly, I, I know that Miles knows her. I don't know the extent that he knows her. So. Oh, boy. All right. Well, anyways. So how about them Yankees? Yeah, did we right? finish basketball? I don't think. No, we did not. We did not. No, we did not. There's so much basketball. Today. All right. Well, how about, how about the Yankees? about Scotty? It's about Scotty. Yeah, we were talking about Scotty. Uh, yeah, yeah wild boy Scotty. Yeah. All right. So this man's Scotteth, right? Scotty. <laughs> Scotteth Pippen out here throwing dirt on my man's KD's name. And KD was out here. KD had time. KD always got time. See, I'm telling you, more players should be like Kevin Durant at this point. Screw the burner stuff. His burner getting found out was the best thing to happen to us because now he just ethers people from his main. He says it with his chest. He says it with his chest, which everybody should do. I I know Dame be doing it sometimes too. Um, And then you have CJ saying, I'm trying Jennifer. (laughs) Full on pipe dream. I'm trying Jennifer. But but yeah, man, I don't know what Scotty's on. And Katie was like, I, I know there's not the same Scotty Pippen that threw a hissy fit because uh, Phil Jackson <laughs> threw up a play for Tony Kukoc. <laughs> that was crazy. I know it's not a, the same. What, what, a, what a reply. I know it's not the same Scotty Pippen a, that a, was uh, out here because of some uh, migraines. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not the same Scotty Pippen that decided to get surgery during the season because he was upset at his contract. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. 
Not nigga, nothing, nigga, I don't niggas, blame him for that shit. Nigga, really, that contract was bad. Nigga, the, the, oh, the, last, the last <laughs> dance was the best and worst thing that ever happened to this nigga Scotty. <laughs> because we have all... We, we, it was there. We saw you in 4K. Yeah. Motherfuckers like, love Scotty Pippen. Last dance came out where everyone was like, oof. Be like, I don't know about this guy. I don't know. That, first of all, I didn't even know he was up from Arkansas. And that's probably on me, but that's okay. Man came from like a family of like, what was it, like 12, 13? Yeah, like, something like that, brothers some, and sisters? Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like... Yeah, what his dad was disabled and like some of his siblings. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was he came from the mud, and now he's trying to make sure he don't with all these wild ass claims to make all this money from this bourbon. Yeah, cause in that book, yeah, that book. We should get the book and just have it up here and never read it. Wow, wow. nigga tree at his finest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Looking like acting like one of them bougie niggas that just has a bookcase. Acting like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> he's got a bookcase of books that he never even touched before. Bro, like uh, whenever they ask. Oh my God! What was it? They were like, "Oh, LeBron! Like, how do you enjoy this part?" And he's like, uh, "Yes, nah. books, words." LeBron yes. really reopening up to the first page and get taking pics will forever be great. Niggas is jokes. Forever be great. Terrible. But oh, I- that just reminded me. I got a thing today where Stephen A. Smith came at LeBron because he's like, NBA players are too sensitive now. I saw and that. Blames LeBron. He said that yeah, we're not allowed to. Something. We're not allowed to analyze. And my thing is. Stephen A. Smith doesn't analyze basketball. Like, there's rarely anybody on TV right now that analyzes. The only if you ask me who on who on TV right now actually analyzes basketball, none because we're I, not on TV. I would say Tim Legler. Tim Legler is really the only person on one of the major networks that I actually know is breaking down the games. Because it's not is it's, it's not Stephen A. It's not Max. Stephen Stephen A. is here for the, the most. It's not Shannon Sharp. The most person who breaks down the games is uh, Kenny when he goes into the, the, the fucking when video he, board. When, yeah, when he runs to the board, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. And I even then, and even <laughs> then, it's really not like that amazing of analysis because they're just pointing out shit you already know. Yep. Oh look, they're draw. Oh, they're what are the Bucks? Out shit do- we already know because we actually know. Oh look, the Bucks are doing drop coverage. Ooh. Oh no, Trey's going over the screen. What? You mean Trey Young is shooting a three because Brooke Lopez is three steps away from him and drop? Whoa, so insightful, Kenny. So yep. insightful. Like, I I don't know. It's for the casuals. It's for the casuals. We watch for the entertainment, not for the basketball. Like, jeez. Like, that's why I like, like I, I only honestly get my basketball information now from, like, writers. Yeah. Like, mm. Up Rocks, The Athletic, Basketball News. Like, they had some really good writers that break down the stuff. Bro, if the Athletic still has that one dollar deal, do it, bro. Like, athletic has really good articles. Yeah, man, really good art- articles. Like the Athletic also just made this a rough couple weeks for me. So yeah. shout yeah. out the Athletic. Sorry, but it's it had it had to be it done. had to be done. It had to be done. You yeah. got to see it through, my boy. Got and that's exactly through. what the Portland Trailblazers said <laughs> with the hire of a uh, Chauncey Billups. Nice, I like that. Shout out Chauncey. Big shout, big shout out to Chauncey. There. I'm actually happy Becky Hammond didn't take that job. I feel like it's gonna be it's set up. Bro, you see, first of all, like I'm upset fair. at, aside from like, like aside from like the whole fair. organization, how they've dealt with this Chauncey stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. I thought them bashing Becky Hammond was absolutely gross. Oh, it was saying yeah. how like, oh, when more things came out, it was like she could only co- coach a certain situation or some shit like they that. They literally said basically like, oh yeah, they, they, they talked with Spurs brass or people within the Spurs organization and said, and they came to the conclusion she doesn't have like what it takes to coach on a day-to-day basis. And I'm sitting here like... Well, one sounds like a that setup. sounds like a lot of cat because you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to make the hire of of you're trying to make it seem like Chauncey wasn't your guy from the beginning, which yeah. it was, yeah. right? At least do it direct like the fucking Mavericks. Like, Ugh. also, you really think Pop is gonna have someone on his staff that he trusts this much that can't that doesn't that doesn't have the chops for it? Yeah, Pop and also 
Did we not just see her lead the Spurs Summer League team to a championship, like, for the past, like, two years? Yeah, bro. When niggas are saying that, like, they don't know if she's cut out for it or whether she's... It's, at this point, it's bullshit. I was like, that's so, like... Alcosol just came out with a statement about it, say, too. Say what, you, say what you want about, um, about Chauncey Bills. Had a great career. He did, he did exactly... Like, he did, he, did, he did his thing while he played. <clears throat> Becky Hammond. Yo, she was great while she played, and she's—I won't say she's a proven coach, but she's been on an elite coaching staff for mm-hmm. quite some time. Like yep. I think Sam Cassell should have got the look before Chauncey Billups. Yep, but even so, I'm not mad because I think it was a setup job for Becky Hammond, and I didn't yes. want her to end up like Steven Silas. That's fair. That's that's I think is you know that's that's the best way that I can put it. This Portland yeah. job seems like a poison pill. Even Nurkic, uh, I Dude, saw something I mean, that said he, he was, was like, like, "Yeah, if Dame leaves, I'm." Yeah, he was like, he was like, too. if Dame leaves, I'm out because if they ruin this relationship with someone as loyal as Dame, it just gives me like, you know, tells yeah. me about the organization. And he's like, kind of right. If I'm Dame Lillard, I want to get the fuck up out of there. But that's a yeah, whole to me, other if conversation. I'm Dame Lillard, do you either treat me like LeBron and let me make my team, or I'm out? Nah, Dame, Dame leaking to uh, Chris Haynes that he wasn't part of the coaching process. Jokes. That's oh, what bro, jokes. <laughs> I think Chauncey was like one of his second or third options after Jake had turned it down. No, he it was only he literally there was he was on record as saying Chauncey or J Kid. Like that was the two oh, names he, he listed. And then J Kid turned that down. And then for him to to have Chris Haynes be like, Yeah, nah, I wasn't part of it. We saw you like in four K. It's right here. <laughs> uh boy, the NBA. Like it's it's one of those days. You know like how how warehouses have the uh Zero workplace like workplace accidents in like this amount of days. The NBA, this amount of days, yeah, drama and it's injuries and drama. <laughs> like, injuries and drama. It's because every day it's something new every day. Yeah. As as we were talking about Jason Kidd, who is the new coach of the Mavs. All right. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm trying to be positive, like really trying to be positive about the Jason Kidd. <laughs> Like trying my fucking hardest. Does it make it? Does it make it better that uh, Rick Carlisle wanted him to be the head coach no. if he left? It does not make it better. Not at all. Okay. Because literally, like, and Mavs Twitter's had a field day. Literally, like Rick Carlisle is setting us up for failure because he's not the coach anymore. Um, because I feel like everyone knew Jamal Mosley should be the guy, right? Yeah, spoke about it here. And um, the Jason Kidd thing, I. The reason why I'm trying to be positive. Is because I remember after um, he got fired from the Bucks, reading this article of him talking about it was a couple months into him not looking for another coaching job and stuff like that. It was anywhere, and him talking about like he's like, regardless, I'm just gonna take this time off to really reevaluate, right? And, uh, and be like, all right, like uh, be able to reflect on the mistakes he made as a head coach, which were very apparent. Um, so I'm sitting here, and then you know he had a positive. He, they won the championship last year, and I remember when he got hired on the Lakers. I saw headlines that were like, Frank Vogel is the like dummy head coach, and Jason Kidd's supposed to be the real coach. Shit like that, right? Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember you, people yeah. were like, "Yeah, I'm trying to say that Vogel, <laughs> Vogel's got a time limit because Kidd is going to come for that yeah. job if they get off to a bad um, start." I don't really. Uh, my thing is, I know that he's getting like positive, like people. He's getting positive feedback to an extent. I just don't think he was the guy for us, even if he gets hired somewhere else. You know. Um I think the Rick Carlisle was honestly like I've seen things talking about like they're like they think that he said it because he was jealous of the relationship Jamal Mosley had with Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, but also <laughs> we're dead ass getting the get, <laughs> we're bringing the gang back together. I don't know if you guys heard about the rest of the coaching staff so far. Yeah, they said because uh, uh, JJ Barea is confirmed and Jason Terry might come. Niggas trying to run it back. 
Pretty much. But Jason Terry's apparently been an assistant at Arizona. So that's cool, I guess. Um, but JJ did say he wouldn't come to the coaching role. I'm just like, he just, everything just wasn't a good fit, right? A lot of things have been brought up, especially about like his domestic abuse past. We can all agree in this podcast, we don't really fucks with that shit. We don't vibe with that shit. Um, now, things like Stephen A brought up the point where he was like, uh, things came out and his his own his charge was in two thousand and one and he got a divorce in I think two thousand and seven and they're like he's been happily married since. True. You know? I'm not gonna say people like can't change. He also had the D D uh D D Y twenty twelve. Um a lot of nonsense going on. Yeah. Um so like I again I'm not gonna say people can't change. I'm sure, you know whatever you want to do with that. But like for an organization that has so much things happen to them, I was gonna to say have this whole thing, it's, it's a terrible look. I don't care who backs him. I, I know Dirk's our special advisor. He backs him. LeBron backs him. All these people want him as a coach, all this stuff, just not for our organization. Mm-hmm. So that's me trying, like I'm trying to be positive and look at this and be like, maybe things change. Maybe, you know, this could be a great thing. You know what I mean? LeBron's saying that one of the only people who could fully understand the game at his level is Jason Kidd. That's great. How that translate to him being our head coach and everything else that comes along with being a head coach, that doesn't really help. The good thing about this is that this guy, Nico, I didn't know who he was. Um, but like apparently a lot of people have been trying to get him. And, like, I remember when they were talking about, like, uh, you know how ESPN does, like, that thing with, like, Woj at halftime or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, even Kenny Smith and, like, Jalen and all, they were like, oh, shit, like, Nico, you know what I mean? Like, so he's well-known, and to me it's a very, like, Leon Rose-esque, World Wide West-esque move. And being like, we know someone who's mad cool with all these players, has good connections. The idea is he was essentially a talent scout for Nike. You know what I mean? So you get him an accountant, hopefully something can happen. Um, my thing is it seems that the basketball... Like, no, he played pro, he has a basketball experience, and he also was, like, had a good relationship with Kobe and building that Nike thing. So he can build shit, he values talent, cool. He's new, fresh blood, love that. He's the one, like, to me, that's the biggest thing about these hires, is, like, I'm glad he's here. Like, the Jason Kidd thing is just such a bad look, bro. And, like, Jamal Mosley's, I think uh, he's supposed to interview with the Magic and someone else, and that's great, and I hope he gets a head coaching job. He definitely deserves it. But, like, I wouldn't, I'm, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, Mavs fans literally right now are out here, like, Rick might, uh, might be going, uh, maybe it was Rick. All these players that have had issues with Rick, maybe it was Rick, which is wild to think about. Just saying, Mosley to BK. I like that. As your assistant until they fire Steve Nash? Hey, look, man! Look at it. Look at the assistants that have been getting the jobs like off of our bench. Look, yeah. Vaughn, Vaughn, and Vaughn probably would have gotten out of the Pelican shop or the Magic job. Probably not the Magic job because he already coached there. But he probably, he probably could have gotten the Pelican shop if he didn't take himself out of the running to stay, you know, with his kids in in Brooklyn. Yep. D'Antoni, say what you want about D'Antoni, whatever. He, what? Ruben, Ime Udoka, though. I can't believe Celtics you said Udoka. that on your podcast. Yep. Udoka, yep. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, he 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 was like, oh, maybe D'Antoni. Ruben, if you ever say D'Antoni and the Mavericks hand, I will walk to Texas and we'll fight. Ruben, um, say D'Antoni again. He can't do anything. Please. His hair is pink. What's he going to do? <laughs> he will now, make, also, he will I make didn't it know that uh, Udoka is, uh, is Neil, a long... Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, we the knew. Memes, uh, we, the, the we knew. Harry brought it up immediately. Bro, that, was, that was one of the running jokes in... Uh, that was one of the running jokes in uh, Black Nets Twitter. Bro. <laughs> Black Nets Twitter. Not even Nets Twitter. Black Nets Twitter. Bro, there's a Black Nets Twitter. I'm sure, because the rest of the Nets fans are implants. 
the new yeah. people in in Brooklyn. Yeah, let's 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 go with that. That was a very poor attempt at a joke. It wasn't a joke. Oof. I was being very serious. A very poor attempt at a joke. It's the gentrifiers of the rest of your fans. Mm. You have actual fans. Yeah, and then you have gentrifiers. Okay, every every sport team has gentrifying fans. Like every everyone. He's so upset. You're literally like you you make a joke to me, I defend it, and then now I'm upset. This is crazy. This is this is this this is ridiculous. I'm with all heated arguments. I hate today. this gaslighting that happens on this podcast. All right, especially towards me. Yeah, hate it. Anyway, Neil Long, shout out to Neil Long. Somebody say gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, black coach of Boston. So pray for him. I about to say yeah. Pray for my boy Emay. But yeah. that's how you make a hire. That I think that's a great move from Brad Stevens. That's how your players out here go, yo, we work with this dude at the fucking Olympic team and we really vibe with him. Doesn't it just feel, I, I don't know. That's like, such a no-brainer look, move. Look, like, here's the thing, right? I, yep. I'm happy for Ime, right? Definitely deserves it, right? I'm, I'm always happy for the black man when he gets a job. True, mm-hmm. me too. Does it not feel like <laughs> it was something that, not forced, but, because even like when I was hearing about the the Celtics coaching search, it was all black black uh, coaches yeah. stuff like that. You know, I think it's a little bit coincidental because it's the same fan fan base and team and city that has a history. I'm not or Boston is... trying to rebrand. <laughs> exactly, it, it felt like a rebrand. <laughs> and that's is, thank you, John. Is, that, that was the word I was looking for. It is... literally felt like the Cel- the Boston Celtics were trying to do a rebrand. It's like, hey. <laughs> We're not racist like that, all right? See, look, we got <laughs> like two that. black superstars. We got a black head coach. C- come on, we're we're trying, all right? We're hip. You got to start somewhere. Hello, fellow young people. We're cool, right? Right? <laughs> Dead ass? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got it. Dap. Honestly, that's that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's lit, right? Dab? Dab? <laughs> like that. The kids are still dabbing, right? Like obviously, like Ime has the credentials yeah. and, and the basketball repertoire, but it, it kind of just kind of. If Jalen Brown wasn't on this team, I'd be all with you. <laughs> but and look, who knows how long Jalen Brown got? Yo, boss, me to be trying to run these boys out of town. I'm telling Please. you, look, look how they be turning on Jason Tatum. Trade him for scraps to the Mavericks because that's all we have to, to offer. New York. Trade back for your legend, Dwight Powell. Oh God. Hey, look, man, Christ. I'm just saying. Hey, I would not mind if we, if the Nets did end up trading Joe Harris. Which he, they're 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 most likely not. Joe but Harris for Dorian Finney-Smith. Joe Harris for Dorian Finney-Smith. Dwight Powell. You give us a uh, 2025 second round pick. Hell yeah. Mm. Now Luca gets his shooter. Shooting has not been our worries, honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where'd you guys rank in three point shooting this year? I said what I said. Mm. Mm. I'm just gonna take a sip of my uh, berry punch. <laughs> <laughs> But in any regard, I think, I believe, uh, oh, wait, sorry, no. Why am I blanking on this? Who got the, nobody got the Pacers job yet, right? Rick Carlisle. No, Rick Pacers. Carlisle did, yeah. Slick sorry, Rick. sorry. Listen, it's a, good, Rick. it's a good fit. Rick Carlisle's not a developmental coach. You're going to put him with a team of talent. And they were like, if he gets run out of uh, Indy, then maybe it's Rick. I would have liked Kenny Atkinson for that. Job. No, I think nah. Kenny Atkinson for Orlando is the Kenny best. Kenny Atkinson bet. for Orlando or for Orlando, New Orleans. Yes. It's a young. Oh, I think it's got to be Orlando. Was there like? Look, it's literally like the same thing. Dude, he's yeah. a developmental. Guy. I, would, I can see it. I can see. I can they see. They have another top ten pick. I can see him in Orlando. They do put him he's there a with a bunch of young guys that nobody like. Nobody gives a shot about. Yeah. I'm t- what? He might make something out of fucking Jonathan Isaac, who's Cole Anthony also next year. Look, man, he turned a, he turned the core of D'Angelo Russell, Chris LeVert, Jared Allen, and Joe Harris 
Oh, and Jared forgot, Dudley. You forgot about um, <laughs> into a playoff Torian team. Prince. And Torian Prince. And Torian Prince. Somehow. Yeah. And Ed Davis and Shabazz Napier. <laughs> and Ed Davis. And Rondé Hollis Jefferson. That's legend, and Rodion's Karooks and the bum ass Trevion Graham. No, go, please go on. RIP Bubble Nets. No, that wasn't the Bubble Nets. Was oh, the bubble, nets. bubble Nets was next year. Bubble Nets was, was last year, and that was the Jack Vaughn led Bubble Nets. Jack Vaughn. After the, no, after what I'm saying is basically still the same roster, though. Well, a lot of the same roster. No? No, it's not. No, so who was missing? All the right. Tra- the James Harden trade stripped everything. That was that was this year. No, was Bubble year. Nets last year. I can Bubble tell Nets you, last year. All I right. can tell you That's exactly who went to the bubble. Okay, okay. Who is the okay? Chris Chioza. <laughs> Wait, actually, Jamal Crawford. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Nets last year. Nets last year. Jamal Crawford. <laughs> Bro. Oh, man's yo, played. About that shit. Wow, that's the, crazy. The crazy thing is that game happened. His only game on the Nets happened when we were in the studio. Yeah, it really did. Jamal and Crawford. I remember it was a midday. We was Not watching for this nothing. Again. There's some teams that can use Jamal Crawford. At this point, he's just old. But also, he was one of those players that like never really aged. You know what I mean? He didn't. still looks mad young. He didn't. His game isn't off of athleticism. So, but uh, but yeah, Bubble Nets was uh, yeah, Chris Chioza, Chris Chris Levert, Jared Allen, Joe Harris. Uh, Karooks, uh, what do you call it? Justin Anderson. <laughs> Ooh, Mavs was that Mavs legend? legend? Yep, yeah. Mavs legend. Just one uh, of our first round draft picks. Bro, bro. let me see who we could have had that draft. Go on, son. Uh, who else do we have on the? Oh, Tyler Johnson, because oh, we yeah. we literally signed him just to come to the bubble. Yep. Oh my goodness. Oh, who else do we have? Oh, we had um this one big man. I'm forget. I'm, bl- I'm blanking on his name, but yeah, no, that was <laughs> bubble nets. Something else, I tell also, you. Also, that reminded me. Um, apparently, uh, can I think of his name? I don't know. Fro. Af- J- Jared Allen. Yeah, apparently he might not be in Cleveland's long-term plans. Yeah, because well, Cleveland is an interesting spot because yeah. they're gonna have to figure out what they want to do with um Colin Sexton because he has an extension coming up. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I saw a Jared trade. Allen's a restricted free agent. Jared Allen's a restricted free agent, and he's looking for upwards of you know. 100 mil. He could play on a contending team. And he can. Uh, I would love like, it. I'd love if he came sign, back to the Nets. Trade, please. Um, but I would see, I saw an interesting trade uh, scenario with um, the Cavs and the Heat that would send Sexton and Love to the Heat. In return for? In return for, uh, what do you call it? Harrow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Harrow, uh, Drogic, Iguodala, just so the money. F- Mm-hmm. Uh, figures out and then like some draft picks. I don't see why Cleveland makes that trade just to get something back from thing. I don't expiring contracts. So they don't have because like if you don't like all right. So you don't have to pay Colin Sexton if you if you're not 100 percent in on him, yep. right? You still have Darius Garland, right? Who who really came on this year? You still have and you also have the Larry Nance extension that you have to worry about as well. Oh, shit. Um, Do they extend Larry Nance? Maybe. Look, Larry, I would Larry I would have loved Larry Nance on Larry the net. Nance want to stay? <clears throat> I think so. I think I think I think Larry Nance would stay. I, I think what, what is he like twenty eight right now? I don't even know how he got. He's not here. Yeah, he's not why even that talking, old. Why are we talking about Cleveland right now? Because, because I'm just talking about the bubble nets. Yeah, talking about bubble nets. But in any regard, conference finals. It's, I mean, there it's exciting, but it's also kind of you know, upsetting that there's so many injuries. Now I'm gonna leave yeah, it at that. Yeah, this is close because I honestly expected not expected, but um, we we said it before that if the Hawks get hot, they can really beat anyone. Because yeah. they have all the tools. And it's like, I ever saw a tweet where it's like, wow, Trey, even when Trey's on the bench, the Hawks are still good. Must be fucking nice. Yeah, man. That's what happens when you got shooters, man. That's what happens when you build the team properly. Well, I mean, they got shooters. They got shooters. Them niggas got niggas that can go out and get buckets. Yeah. So, 
Um, it's a it's a difficult form. Well, I won't say it's a difficult formula. It's a formula that not every team has been able to do for obvious reasons. But you know, now they got Cam Reddish that's healthy and it's fucking crazy. Yeah, shout out to the Hawks. But uh, you know, I still expected them to like I, maybe six, maybe gentlemen sweep if the Bucks are who they say they are. Well, I mean, but I you know, the Bucks are not. They don't got that killer instinct. They don't. They don't like it's. It's. It was Bro. clear last series because that series should have ended in six, mm-hmm. and it's clear this series because they should not have. There's no even with Giannis leaving, they should not have lost. But even when at the time when Giannis got hurt, Chris they, Middleton they weren't in control buckets, of that game, bro. He's uh, got to like, especially if that's if I I said it like we we kind of agree too. Like Chris Middleton is not Robin. He's more Nightwing. But if you're really gonna be Nightwing, you gotta turn up when fucking. But the problem is like, right. On, man. The problem is also. He can turn up in a way that Giannis cannot. Well, yeah, that's what, that's why he's Nightwing. Yeah, but, but, saying, but he like, just doesn't do it consistently enough. And it's like it's weird because Giannis can't win without Chris Middleton, and Chris Middleton obviously can't win without Giannis. That's so you're in like so you're in like a really weird predicament. Whoa. But I think Chris Middleton uh, has the talent and the ability to win you a game. Like Giannis would need Giannis needs somebody that can score on every level. because he cannot. I mean, yeah. but we saw last year when Giannis got hurt. I mean, Chris Middleton won a couple. He got him. A, he got he, him a game. He got him a game against the Heat. He did. I mean, they lost after that, obviously. But I mean, the Heat at that point were better than the were better. Yeah, were better but than I'm saying them. right now against a Hawks team that they should beat. I mean, without Giannis, it's tough for me to say that they could beat. That they should beat Chris, them. If you're Chris Middleton, right? If you're the player that you believe you are, if you're the player that most people believe you are, you gotta you gotta win that fucking game, bro. I mean, it was no Trey. But it would be nice. With no Trey, you gotta win that game. It would be nice. It would be nice to think that. But then it's just like when you got second, third, and fourth, and fifth options like you do on the cat. I mean, on the Cavs, on the Hawks. I mean, I think you know. I mean, Trey is obviously their Dude, superstar. With no Trey, you gotta win that game if you're Chris Middleton. But see that, but John, I, but that's the problem. I don't think they were gonna win the game, even if Giannis doesn't get hurt. They were not in the Hawks were were controlling that game in every aspect up until like mm-hmm. right when um, Giannis got hurt, and then right when Giannis got hurt is when they really stepped on their throats, went on that what twelve zero run, yep. pushed the lead up to twenty, and the game was over by then. It must be nice to have a team that can like finish that without can, their star that can score. Scoring, like, scoring is, is is amazing. Look, I, I it, it is what it is. The Bucks the Bucks are who they are. It like there's no killer instinct there. They've gotten lucky with some of these injuries. I, they just, they just, they just be folding sometimes. Okay. But they do just, but they do just enough Sign to get by. Trade John Collins and um, yeah, John Cam Reddish for Porzingis. And John, ain't go, John ain't going nowhere. Not after this. Not after this playoffs. After the first years, I was like, damn, John Collins really stinking up the bed no, out here. You know why I still feel like he's gonna go somewhere? Why? Because these motherfuckers don't like him in Atlanta. Who? He's literally his been teammates. in trade talks his entire career with Atlanta. To where that relationship is kind of fractured, so I feel like this is just a big thing for him to be like, I want to get paid. I, I like bet John it. Collins. But they can still pay him. I like John Collins too. I bet if I, Tra- I bet if Trey says, know. "Yo, keep John," he's gonna stay. I wonder how he's in the locker room, but yeah, I fuck with John Collins. I don't, but like my thing is, I feel like Atlanta's done everything to ruin that relationship because he's always been productive for them, and he they're just like, "Who John Collins is in trade rumors?" Uh, I mean, every he, fucking he month. has his times of being inconsistent as well. Yeah, and, yeah, and that first so playoff, if, if the Knicks would have won that first playoff series, or even if the Bucks lose in the second. uh Playoff series, you know, there'd be some conversation around John Collins because John Collins did not look good f- for probably what four of those five Nick uh, Nick yeah. Nick games. Yeah, but then he got right? it together. Then he got it together. So I don't know. I just feel like the relationship with John Collins and the Hawks is in a weird place. I don't think it's in a weird place with his teammates, but I think the Hawks organization. I mean, maybe he's grown up in New York. It's just business. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You don't take it personal. 
It's been uh, like Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie don't take no. We we've had Spencer in trade talks for like the past two years. He, Spencer's about his Bitcoin, dog. Hey, he is. He's about his Bitcoin and trolling. <laughs> oh boy! All right, well that's about it for uh, basketballs. Yep, yep. Nothing in football. Not really anything in football. Do you have anything to say about the uh, New York Yankees? The New York Yankees? They yeah. suck. Oh my! I, yeah, bro. I wouldn't say we suck. I'd say I, to, I, put, to, I put, to put fair. it to put it uh, well relative to how like Yankees fans' expectation is. Yeah, I would say we're more mid than suck. But I think I no actually no. From a Yankees fan perspective, yes, we suck right now. But in general, we're just very mid. It's ca- it's crazy, and I and I just don't understand mid why is New York suck. There's so many so many fans out there that New are York screaming. Suck is a wild statement. Uh, that are screaming fire boon. I just don't understand. Y'all gotta explain that one to me. Maybe not y'all, but maybe y'all, because I I don't know. Like what? Like I'm looking at you, Lou from Astoria. Yeah, really, because because y'all have to y'all really have to break it down for me. Like, what do y'all expect? All right, so Garrett Cole's getting paid three hundred twenty-five million dollars over the course of his career. What more do you want from me? In 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 in, in one inning, he let up five runs against the Boston Red Sox. Now let me say tell you something about the Red Sox. Red Sox got one of the best middle lineups in baseball right now. Stuff. Five runs in the first inning, bro. You're Garrett Cole. You know what I'm saying? So what is what how is that Boone's fault? Giancarlo Stanton's been mid throughout the course of his time as a Yankee. Getting paid all of this bread. Been mid. Y'all want to blame Boone for it though. At the at the end of the day, it's like, y'all, y'all put so much pressure on this man when he puts niggas in position to succeed. And I just don't understand why. There's like a weird, like, kind of given like I know we talked about this at the at the baseball game the other day. But uh, yes, Justin only... and I spent some quality time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they hate me. Yes. yes, that is true. We do hate John. Um, they're, I, they're also racist. He is the pink. He is the pink sheep of the uh, group. Um, they anyway, call me sand N word. Oh, all the time, all wow. the time. Um, but yeah, there's only so much a man like outside of setting lineups, right, and then making change. You know, going to the bullpen. What more can you do as a manager, right? Like if you're, he can't go up there and hit. Like, if Aaron Judge strikes out three times, how is that Boone's fault? If, if uh, Giancarlo goes 0 for 5 with, with two Ks, two weak ground outs, and a flout, how is that how is that Boone's fault? Look, I'm not saying that Boone is the perfect manager because his lineups be kind of wonky. Like, in the, like tonight? Like, in the like, game oh, today where they, don't have, going. where they don't have Judge or, or Geo. And, yes, the Yankees did, you know, put up mad runs on Shohei. But still, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody expected that to happen coming into the game. I, I don't know. I, I'm all for making a change in terms, like, for any sport. I'm all, there's nobody that's irreplaceable. I'm all for making a change. You just got to make sure that the change is better than what you're changing out. Don't just make a change for tra- for change's sake. Like trading. That's what Mark Cuban was saying. Yeah. He was yeah. like, as much yeah. as you feel like the grass usually isn't always greener. Well, then he ended up making a change. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> no, Ricardo left. That was what he was talking about. He made, he made a change. Nah. There but, is um, never a mutual parting of ways. It wasn't. Ricardo resigned. <laughs> He got forced to resign by the anyway by the Cuban um, mafia. Let's, <laughs> I I think it's funny that you bring up that up uh, because it's like it feels like it's in baseball. People forget where it's like in basketball. We always tend to bring it up when someone who's acknowledged as a good coach is like that. You know what I mean? True. Where it's like we can sit here and be like, you know, the players yeah. like at the end of the day are the ones that play. But when it comes to baseball, it's always like I don't know if it's because it's looked at as such a cerebral sport mm-hmm. or what. Where it's like when it comes to baseball, motherfuckers are always like, the manager's got full reins and controls everything. Where it's like, bro, like it, like you said, he's not the best, but like, it's really not all on him at this point. Motherfuckers just aren't playing. 
I'm about to say. Like, that's why Cashman is out here like, yeah, we're bad. Like, the lineup isn't supposed to be bad, but, like, motherfuckers are not doing what they're being paid to do. Like, we have the highest payroll, right? So, you're like, if you have a lineup consisting of DJ LeMahieu, a batting champ, Aaron Judge, somebody who can give you 50 home runs a year, John Carlo, someone who can give you 50 home runs a year, uh, Sanchez, I can give you 40-plus, Glaber, who can give you 40-plus, right? Voight, who we've seen, can give you 25, 30-plus. That you put the product, like the, the product's there. The players are there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Like, that's what I, what I named six guys. Yep. Six out of nine guys that are, that are going up to bat every single night. Yep. Is my fault that we can only push across two? Like, if I was like, is my fault we can only push across two runs or making stupid mistakes on the base path? Like, who told him to run to third there? I'm just saying, like, you can blame who you want. You could talk about these niggas, like, learning how to run bases better. These niggas have been playing baseball since they were able to walk. Most of these niggas, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's like, it's yeah, all... You li- don't get baseball people where it's like, oh, they picked up baseball in high school. Yeah, literally. basketball and stuff. You can't do, you can't do that. It's uh-huh. almost impossible. Literally. You, like, never, you never hear that. You never hear those stories. What I say, we, we got we got all the, the, the stories about, oh yeah, he was just six foot uh, eight and we just gave him a basketball. science teacher decided to like, right. convince like, him to try out for the basketball team. Yeah, you need you need right. extra credit, Jimmy. Go uh, play basketball in like right. 11th grade. Baseball, oh, okay. baseball is like one of those sports where it don't matter how high you can jump or fucking, you know, how tall you are. It doesn't really make a difference. Like the best baseball players are average looking dudes. Not like the yeah. fucking John Carlos Stanton like, looking niggas. But that's a whole other conversation. So th- that that brings up a question that I guys asked you before. Yeah. Like, do we have a Glaber issue? I feel like for me, if it really depends on how the se- how the end of the season goes. I mean, there's mad. This literally I think going into so... last game, he was four or forty. Yeah, he's been hit in the past few games, but that's a small sample size. But like, honestly, if I'm Cashman, you got some decisions to make. There's going to be some niggas that are really good free agents. Corey Sager's about to be a free agent. Travis Story's about to be a free agent. If you if you you're Brian Cashman, you want to make this team better. I mean, I know some real Yankee shit to fucking just sign somebody, but. Listen, them niggas gonna be free agents. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and he's also um, what's it called? Like apparently, based on the metrics I was reading today, like Labor has been an average to below average shortstop, not just with his like mediocre hitting, but like also defensively. Yep. So it's like at this point, is it some? But he's again, he's 24. It feels like Porzingis at this point, honestly. Yeah, that's the only thing that is like working against your favor. It's just like, damn. Also, the fact that Yankees fans were chanting at this man Jose Iglesias, fucking Altuve, hilarious. Yes. Peak New York. Wait, they were chanting. They were chanting something Altuve at him because yeah, this he is looks that, like Altuve. Really, oh. Yeah, this is like the that. game you guys were at. Yeah, it was the game we were really? at. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. not hear that at all. I, I don't. I think we might have been getting embarrassed when it happened because I saw the notification after the fact. That's how I found out. Damn. Was, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what do you what do you do? Like, it's it's another thing where it's like all these people, where it's like, damn. Is this the trajectory? Like, same thing with, like, Clint Frazier. Like, we, we're all Clint Frazier fans on this podcast, but we have, like, the least productive left field in the MLB. Nah, definitely. Like, I yeah, both yeah. offensively and defensively. Like, it's just not it, you know? It, what do we do? What the fuck is that? It's now, it's John. <laughs> like, like, what do we do? Yeah, it's tough to say. Look, if you got to replace, if you want to say trade boot, oh, uh, not trade boot, uh, fire boon, fine, I'm all for it. Who are we bringing in? As if yeah. that's as long as you can answer that question for me and tell me somebody that's not already on a team, I'll hey look, I'll listen. <clears throat> Until then, 
They just gonna have to figure it out. It is what it is. I feel like a baseball manager's job isn't as like important as we make it out to be. I mean, not that it's not important, but it's it's it. These niggas have to play. That's that's really what it comes down to. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You play to win the game. I'm just saying. Look, if it was any, and I also feel like it's probably New York market because there's is there any other market in this in in baseball where a manager wins a hundred plus games in his first two seasons. And they're calling for his head in the fourth season. Well, there it is. There is not. Then again, I also feel like a lot of people weren't really with Boone from the jump. I, I don't know. I thought he got. A, I thought a lot of people were banging with with uh, Boone. Because I mean, I, was I know a lot of people were upset that like, Girardi left, but I know there's a lot of people happy that Girardi. I left. personally was someone that wanted Alex Cora <laughs> over Boone, and just like I just didn't really care about Boone in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's like at, at that point, I also felt like the roster was performing great, so we were just like, all right, you know. I still personally don't really bang with Boone, but I can sit here and go, it's not his fault we're bad right now. Also, mentality of the Yankees is not... I always love when people say, like, oh, the Yankees need to get back to, like, fundamental baseball and things like that. The roster's not built like that. It's like telling a, uh, it's like telling the Rockets from uh, the Mike D'Antoni era, yeah, just throw it into the post every yeah. play. Huh? Yeah. They, they have literally shooters. Oh, yeah, offense straight to Clint Capella. Like, no, bro, the roster is made up of we're getting threes and we're getting dunks. That you is know what? It. This should be the perfect example of how in two sports building a roster like that don't fucking work. Yeah. What is the Antonio one? Look, man. Yankees built off of we're gonna hit home runs. That's it. And when so we're when not hitting home runs, when we're not hitting hit home runs, double plays. I, I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. Like it's you guys think, love home runs, but yet when we're not hitting them, it's like, yeah. oh, we're not doing anything right. Well, I'm just saying if we do move on from Glaber, my pick is Corey Sager. I don't think we're gonna get him from the Dodgers, but the unfortunate thing is just that, like, he just doesn't have his high value right now. Like, it's the same thing how we were like, oh, <laughs> Gary builds his value back up, we'll trade him. But Gary's fucking cooking. And it's like... Can Urshela play short? Urshela can play any that, infield. That, that nigga can play any. So, anywhere. like, all right, question. Uh, it's probably been answered at some point probably by, by people. But, like, why don't they move... Why couldn't they thinking? have DJ at third, uh, Urshela at short, and Glaber at second, since Glaber is naturally a second baseman and i see that's the thing before when he was playing second they were saying he was naturally a shortstop because i literally remember them going oh he played shortstop before and they moved him to second because we had didi we had D- and then when we moved him to short it and was when like he, oh he's when supposed he to be subbed at in second. at short he did well and now he's Whoa. actually a shortstop and he's like ah, i don't know what to do anymore the thing about i'm the, a second baseman the thing about it is it's like all right you can you can say you can move Glaber to sh- to to second, put LeMayhu at third, and then put Gio at short. But you're putting one person out of position versus putting two people out of position. I think that's like the simple answer. Because LeMayhu's not a natural third baseman. He's a great bro. At this point, just fucking he 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 could play. He's playing door. Well, I mean, fuck it. But do the cut the pros out? But do the cons outweigh the pros at that point? Nah, like, who's a better? Who's a more liability? Keeping Glaber at short or putting DJ at third? And I. I mean, I would much rather have DJ at third, obviously. That's, yeah. like, not even a debate. But it's still, it's like, all right, you're taking players out of their natural position. Like, how much, like, that, to me, that I just don't think. My issue is Glaber's not hitting. Uh, we can give these, what, two games? But, like. Yeah. He's not. We're, we need the production. We got to do something. And they're even, like, talking about, like, same thing with the left field thing. They're all like, oh, we really might pull up some names from, like, the minors, which mm-hmm. they, like, haven't been looking. It was S, um, SML Floral, I think. Yeah. Um, I know Jason Dominguez's name has been thrown out a lot. He's well, playing he's, in the Futures game, no, too. No, he's mm-hmm. not yet, because apparently he came off to a slow start when they moved him to AAA. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he is playing the Futures game and the youngest player since Vlad Guerrero. That should hopefully be our center fielder of the future, even though Aaron Hickson has 10-year glass contract. 
But, you know, um, w- w- like we have all these issues and players that should be performing. Like even fucking Andujar, you know, he had a hot streak, cooled off. He's still but playing pretty well. painful to watch him in the field. Like he's still, he's still painful, playing bro. I mean, I rather. I mean, he's more solid. He, he's more solid right now than Clint was. Respectfully, I mean, like I'm saying I want to see Clint do well. Don't get me wrong, but Andrew has been playing better. That's why he's. That's why he's there most of the time. So it is what it is, and he's hitting. So, nah, man, it's tough. It's it tough. went from like hitting being a full thing on baseball, and I guess it still is because of the amount of no hitters that we had. But like, mm-hmm. we thought I was like, oh yeah, you know, the whole league is struggling with hitting. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, maybe we're just not good. Yeah. It's even when the Dodgers went on a cold streak where they were like losing all those games, it's like now they're back. It's just like I'm slowly but surely waiting to see if that will happen the with Dodgers us. The Dodgers are what the Yankees think they are. Well, I mean, they got better players. It's fucking, it is what it is. But they, but their roster top to bottom is just built so differently than the Yankees. They got niggas that can hit for contact and niggas that can hit for power. That's, we just need people to get on base so and they got power hitters. And hit. they got, and they have for multiple el- runs, elite pitching and niggas that don't get hurt that often and Mookie Betts. The best so player in baseball so right what, now. So it is they're what, what it is. we want to be. Yeah. So <sighs> it's tough. It's All tough. Right. It's Are great. we done being sad? Yeah, this is a rough sports conversation for me today. Yeah, bro. We got a lot of shit going on. Not a lot of positives. Yankees, Yankees back into a rain delay too. Yeah. Gotta love it. So with that, it is time. For some anime book club. If you guys do not know, we are watching Jujutsu Kaisen. And we have been for the past couple of weeks. This week, we did episodes 10, 11, and 12. So, spoilers ahead. But, show super dope. And uh, you guys mm-hmm. can take it away. Episode 10. Uh, 10, yes, 10. Mm. So, uh, yeah, episode starts off with our uh, favorite emo kid getting beat up. Um so Yoshino. there's that Yoshino out here getting uh, beat to a pulp. Yep. Not yeah, a pulp. I, I like you know what, John. As I was watching it, I remembered what you were saying about like how like anime portrays like bullying and stuff like that. It's OD. I'm like, damn, like it's really wild. Every single shonen. Why everybody a bully? Shonen, but Bro, like, why is no? Where are the adults? Why is nobody stopping this? I have this in They're my. There. I have it, this in my notes for um the next episode, for episode eleven, where it's just like. Anime will really make you feel that Japan is so fucking dangerous between yeah. the supernatural, superpowers, and fucking bullying. Yep. Only go there that, for like, there's a There's a massive that bullying. If you're a student in Japan, like, you should be afraid to go outside at this point. There's niggas with quirks, niggas with jutsu. There's we need... With, and there's people shit. who are just mean. I'm yeah. telling you. You know what we need? We need Bucky Bailey's Bully Buckers. All right? This is how we stop bullying in Japan. Okay. South Park reference. Yeah. Educate right. yourselves, you heathens. Well, um, episode 10, we do find out more about uh, Mahito, or Mihito, however you want to pronounce it. Um, however it is pronounced. Yeah, we find out more about his power and also get uh, more of a background on um, Nanami as well. Uh, and one thing I'm noticing is like, one, Mahito's a full-on mad scientist. And uh, it's another curse claiming that he understands humans more than they do mm-hmm. and or as they should be looked at where he's saying that, you know, he's like, yeah, I, I understand souls more than anyone. So I obviously understand humans more than anyone. Um, and then also like him basically talking about how morality doesn't matter, yep. which is kind of wild. Yeah, every every anime you realize has some type of themes. It's like, yo, like you go to Naruto, it's about bonds. You go to um, fucking... My Hero Academia, it's about fucking 
it's an, I mean, every anime is really like an underdog story, but that's like a super duper underdog story. I think this one is really like understanding the the correlation between like indifference and love. And I think that was like a very hmm. major theme that was talked about like in with Junpei. Yeah, with Junpei and Yoshino Junpei. What do you I call? like Yoshino. I like it. I think Jun, yeah, because I feel like Junpei, I'm saying it wrong, so I'm gonna just say Yoshino. I, they've just been using Junpei these past couple of they, they, they really have like, like, they, they were saying right why are you saying, conforming? I forgot what his name was. I forgot what his name was. So when they said Junpei, I was like, all right, we're going with Junpei. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, And like you said, like they use, uh, they haven't used the word love in a while, so they go to fondness. They, or it has so many different meanings that fondness is just either, um, when we get to that. This shit is deep. This shit is actually like very, very like, that's what she said. Introspective. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be as heavy as this was, but it's like, damn, it's like the world building is kind of, it's kind of OD. And then you know we just keep on going, going through episode ten, and then now we know that. First of all, Nanami's drip, fire. Oh yeah, that's the, the white um, suit. Yeah, Didn't he tough. Have, with the fucking yeah, this nigga is lit. This nigga is crazy. Yeah. Also, like we see more about his power and shit. Hell yeah. Seven seven three ratio, baby. <laughs> also, it's like his, his dagger is like very Zabuza esque because it's always yes. wrapped and shit. Yep, yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. That is true. I didn't even think about that, but yep, you're right. Let me find out that he's a, a level one sorcerer and shit. Like, he's really a problem. Yeah, he, he a yeah. tough guy, for real, yeah. for real. Yeah. You know who this, rem- uh, what do you call it, Mahuto reminds me of? The dude, um, Decay, from, uh, whereas uh, the quirk, oh, Decay, yeah, from yeah, My yeah, Hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the blue um, hair, like, the, kind of the palish skin, and something. how they talk is about it Shiri stuff. something? I huh? can't remember his name. Shiri, yeah. Shiri something. Oh, yeah. Shirogaki, I want to say? I Maybe. Know. Yeah, I think it was Shirogaki, actually. I haven't watched the season four, so yeah. I gotta catch up. But also, like, bro, like, Mahito's power is kind of OD. It's sense that, you know, altering the soul and all that shit. And then we, um, I don't know if this is kind of going into uh, the next episode, but finding out where it's, like, Nanami's like, damn, he's got to be new compared to the other curses like Jogo and shit. So it's like, he can't create a domain expansion, but, like, if he gets to that level, he'll really be a problem. And, like, of how quickly he's progressing and stuff like that. Yep, exactly. So it's one of those where it's like, all right, we got to try and nip this. Talking about what uh, Namito said. Well, not well, not, not me. Not me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, like, not oh, me, damn, sorry. this is like a this is like a kid curse, and he's yeah. just figuring yeah. out how strong he can get. Yes, yeah, exactly literally. <laughs> and then this nigga said, "That'd be me at at the Coke Center every day. I'd be like, yo, I know one thing. I come in in at nine, and I'm dipping out at six. Nah, that was, <laughs> that was fucking so it was gangster. Like it's five thirty. I clocked in at nine. Ten. Yeah, at ten. Ten. Yeah, I got half an hour for this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and then my man said, all right, it's 6 o'clock, fuck it. We going overtime. That's what I'm saying. It's going into episode 11. To me, over, overtime is fucking Super Saiyan, bro. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I thought when it turned 6, I thought he was just going to be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I thought so, too. Peace. I've had enough of today. <laughs> right. Like, I told you I wasn't going to do this shit for past 6 o'clock. You think you're worth my fucking overtime? Yep. Fuck you. And then this man, home. this man went into overtime, and then it was just Snap City. Basically, mm-hmm. I was enjoying it. I right. thoroughly enjoyed it. He's holding back his cursed energy. Mm-hmm. You were once he started explaining, fucking Mahito was like, "Oh shit, he's really yeah." Because that, that, that's a thing, right? When somebody explains it, yeah, it their, gets their, more their powers, yeah, more powerful. It's a funny show. Yep. Yeah. Also, um, Power you, the necktie. You, you you brought up the thing about like the show, and it's like um, for a shonen. You don't really expect one that's a shonen to have this such dark themes, this such introspective themes, and be yeah. this popular. Yeah. Like, you don't really see that that often. Especially because eh? I'll grab I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's like you see, like, you don't, not even because there's not this much death in a shonen, you know? 
Think yeah. about it. I mean, nah, you're no, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm, really uh, trying, I'm sitting yeah, here like because the the one show that I feel like is this big that has death like this is Attack on Titan, and that's not a shonen. It's not a shonen. So it's it's kind of crazy to think, but it just shows like, and I think part of it is also, I feel like as anime fans, we're at the stage where a lot of us are older, a lot of us like we're the younger generation of anime fans, so yeah. now we're able to fully go into themes like this. You know what I mean? Yep. And go into these shows. Um, but going back to uh, this episode, Mom's Eye. Um, Yo, why did I think that same shit too? <laughs> not and not even like it was just, it was just a reflex. It was yeah. just like, oh, so mom's height. Mom's height. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, um, it's uh, also as we mentioned before with the uh, the Castaway reference happens in this episode as uh, Itadori and Mahito become friends. So they bond over the movies. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And um, bro, I love the references like this creator puts in all his stuff. It's great. Like it's been so good so far. Niggas had me at Spirit Gun. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, and the and the good thing is like those are manga accurate. Yep. Like he made the Castaway reference in the manga, and like I feel like that just makes it so much cooler and like that much. Like I was saying, it it seems more so as being like laid out for kids. These are more for like those like teens to adults. You know what I mean? Like these are references that kids aren't gonna get. Right. So it, it's cool doing stuff like that. Definitely. Um, I'd be damned if somebody gave me a fucking. Uh, Pot and was like, yo, be funny. <laughs> Mom's right. She was kind of lit. She was right. Yeah, she was definitely sauce. Um, the way she passed out of the table, I was like, okay. yeah. Also, yo, that aquarium thing she said was a bar. What did she? What was it again? Refresh she was mind. like, kids your age, like take everything really, really hard and really literal. True. Where he's like, at the end of the day, you got to remember that like your school is an aquarium and there's a whole sea out there and also other aquariums, but like you are convinced that like. The world that you're in at this moment is the greater world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, that was a bar. And then she just goes, damn, that was a good ass line, right? Yeah. Like, she's like, off the dome. That's what I'm saying. And especially like, bro, if you're like a teenager watching that shit and you're like, damn, this bitch might be right. And then shit gets heavy all over again. Yep. Then you realize that she's uh, six Budweiser's deep and you're like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> six, uh, oh, fuck, what's that? <clears throat> The Asian Sapporo, beer. There we go. Sapporo. Wow. Yeah. I feel you know like Sapporo is? I feel like there's multiple that's like beers the, that were. That's like that's like that's like that's like the Asian beer. Yeah, same. that's like the Asian beer. Wow. Thought we were a PC uh podcast. Is crazy. Uh, you thinking we're PC, sir. Hey man, look. Uh, at least I try and be. I don't know about you. You try and be PC? I don't know about you, Deviant. It's very crazy. But anyways, <laughs> the uh um, the, the, the uh din- the family dinner at uh Yoshino's was uh, all well and good, but then Boom. Mom's I ate, mom's dead. Bro, that Dude. shit was so sudden, bro. It's funny, just like the grandfather's death. If you don't yeah. expect the grandfather's death, motherfuckers went. I'm like, so, I'm like, I'm like damn, bro, like this is gonna be more than two seasons. Like, why like could we get a little bit more build up to I was like, why did it have to happen? Like they could have, you know, stretched it out a little bit, but I see what they're doing. I thought we were gonna get some nice uh anima- interactions mm-hmm. or prolonged interactions with uh Itadori. And uh, Yoshino, I was like, oh, yeah, we about to uh, go on adventures and stuff together. And then maybe maybe especially later the down way, the line. Especially the intro will have you feeling that way. Yeah, because like even like when they before the, the mom died, they had the flashback of Yoshino and Mahito. And he was like, yeah, if you come across somebody with this pin, he's a jujitsu sorcerer. You should befriend him. Yep. So I'm like, all right, so they're going to have some fun together before they eventually end up clashing mm-hmm. yep. later down the line. I didn't realize that they were going to have to clash literally uh, the next episode. Yeah. Um, last thing about this episode was uh, the shit Itadori said where he was like, where Yoshino asked him about um, killing someone. Yeah. That 
like I never thought about that shit that way. You know what I mean? And it's like and you never see main characters think about it that the way where he's out here talking about like, bro, the moment killing becomes an option, the meaning of life becomes ambiguous. Where it's like you hear you hear it in so many other ways where it's just like, oh, like he's just a cold blooded killer. Like he's just his emotions are just turned off. But it's like the fact that he was like, nah, this is scary and like I might have to at some point, but like, you know what I mean? And that does lead into the next episode where Nanami says the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know? He's like, yo, you're gonna have in this line of work, you're gonna have to kill somebody. Yeah. Yep. He's like, but I'm not saying it just because you're a kid. I'm saying it like that's that's not a bad thing. You like, can't save everyone. Yeah, protect like, your innocence while you not can. Me, like, I, I, thank you for saying that. It's like Nanami is like he's like the perfect balance of like adult trying to be like an asshole, but also adult like yo. Like, you're just a kid. I'm trying to, like, do this so you don't have to. Like He gives me way more Kakashi than other than Gojo. Yeah. Definitely way does. more Kakashi. But it's because we're seeing it more like, all right, we're seeing how this nigga is. But at the same time, it's like he, as much as he portrays to not be interested in uh, anybody else, it seems like he definitely takes an interest into uh, Itadori, which is like. And to me, that's very Kakashi. And also, yeah. like, it, it's very um reluctant leader. Like Hakashi was like, yeah, I'm the fucking troop leader, but like, I would, I would he, love. He was, he was bad. And in that, in that like case, that. I would think then Gojo is kind of more like uh, Ibisu. I was gonna say, uh, oh, Purdy uh, Sage. Per, oh, like uh, Jiraiya. Yes. yes. Oh, because you know, he's just kind of carefree. Like you recognize this person. Like you recognize Naruto has powers, but yeah. he's still kind of quirky and kind of does it his own way type of joint. Well, yeah. I mean, fuck it. I mean, that's yeah. a good comparison. Yeah, because niggas definitely do have two senses. Like also like. Um, Kakashi was just good at shit. <laughs> Nanami was like, I, I don't really want to do this, but like, I'm really good at it. Like everyone like, knows that he, like Jirai is one of the the, the one of the sages. He's a Sani. Like yeah. they Sani. Kn- uh, yeah, Sani. Sani. Sani, Toad Sage, but and yeah. Sani, Sani, yeah. Sani, yeah. Like everybody knows he's a problem, just like they know Gojo is a problem. But like Gojo is the problem. <laughs> but they don't. But he, they don't act like yeah, I'm the shit. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh yeah, I just. Uh, I guess I am kind of powerful. But it's like, the difference between like fucking Jiraiya and uh, Orochimaru. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm powerful. You're going to know I'm powerful versus. But like, I'm I also powerful, write but like, porn you wanna novels. Go look at, you want to go look at boobies? <laughs> Anime titties? <laughs> yeah. Um, we got, we, I think after that. Uh, this is where this see, is the school see, incident. Yeah, we see the school incident when everybody goes to sleep. When um, Yoshino turns full Sasuke. Basically. Basically. He's yeah. just like, he wants to get revenge on everybody that is wrong, that, that is wronged him. I don't blame him. Your mom just died. He's you just got some new powers. Working off pure rage. Yeah. Yep. Definitely don't blame him. And like it now we get another big moment of like making Itadori such a good protagonist, bro. Yeah, definitely. I think wait, why do you think so before I go? Because um during the fight, when he stops just to listen, like usually it'll be like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And when neither of us can move, then I'll listen because I can't do anything else. <laughs> Goku. Goku, fucking Deku, fucking Asta, everyone. Every Shonen <laughs> main character sure. you can think of right now. I'm fucking crying now. Um, yeah. Like him just literally going, I'll take this hit. And like, but like, I need to prove, like, I, I want to show to you like that I'm actually here for you. <laughs> and like, you don't. His serious vibes, I feel like, hit harder because of the complete contrast of the other side of his character. He's very carefree. Yeah. Happy-go-lucky. It's like, oh, I'm just kind of, like, living through the world. He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to be friendly, and it's like, no, like, I'm trying to be a good person. Um, You know what I thought was, uh, I thought, I think it's kind of big, maybe a foreshadowing type thing, too. mm -hmm. When Mahito was talking to Yoshino, like, comforting him after the mom died, he was like, like, how did this happen? Like, Mm -hmm. And Mahito was like, well... 
someone either, you know, some, someone put a curse out on your mom, blah, blah. So it was either someone that can create curses or someone that is wealthy enough to have someone do that, which leads me to think, all right, so there's humans out there, wealthy humans, in some dark, you know, seedy way that know about all this stuff and are just working through with people through the dark, you know, the black Mm. market and things like that. There's a curse mob. Yeah. Like, I just watched Cars 2 the other night again. And it's like the lemon mobsters. Oh, no. Fucking, wow. Yeah. Set up Cars. Um, I think that's a pretty good justification. (laughs) As to why that this nigga is such a bomb protagonist. Like, it's, you don't get that, man. This nigga eat a dory, bro. I fuck with son. I fuck with him. Mm-hmm. His red hyper dunks. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then like, bro, the 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 realization that Yoshino has when he find when it finally clicks that Mahito is a bad person. Yeah, yep. and, and we don't even get the chance to like <sighs> have him avenge the fact After that they he build was used. up yo him going to Jujitsu High. Right? Oh. How do they do that? He's like, you come with me. Come See, to Jojitsu High. We're going to have mad fun. Like, it's kind of like, like the opposite of how, like, you know, anime spoilers, like how the uh, intros be spoilers. It was just like, wow, I thought this was going to happen, but it's not exactly that's how I thought it was going to happen. The intro set you up for failure. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. You thought it was a spoiler, but no, it wasn't. It was just like, wow, like, damn, this nigga's dead. Just like that. And turned him into a monster. Like, I told no, him it's a nigga turned him into Blue Barney, and then nigga's just checked on the floor. Bro. Yo, he even went, like... The show even went, I'm gonna give you some hope. I'm gonna make you think that Sukuna could fix him. And Sukuna said, "Nah, fuck you." He is a dickhead. Fuck you. I feel you. If we was a demon living inside somebody, you'd be mean too. I would be, bro. It's more, and that's the thing. It's more be petty as hell. It's like, yeah, again, like you want to do the Naruto comparison. Yeah, like him and Karama didn't get along, but like Karama needed him to be alive. Sukuna's out here like dying. I don't give a fuck. He said, "I'll just take over your body." Yeah, and then now we go back into um, the pact again. Because Mahito doesn't believe there's a pact. Mm-hmm. We're, we've pretty much confirmed there is one. But we don't know the terms. You don't know if the terms have changed or not. Well, Mahito said, didn't Mahito say, oh, he denied the pact? But he was like, it doesn't matter. Mahito doesn't think he has a pact. Sukuna goes, he doesn't remember it. Mm. So I think because Mahito's young, he still doesn't fully understand the whole pact thing. Mm. That could be it. But he also just generally thinks he doesn't have a pact. Yeah. And then Sukuna had to sun him real quick. But he also knows that the only reason why that, uh, what do you call it? The only person that act that understands souls the way he does is, uh, is Go- not Itadori. Oh, Itadori. Because Itadori oh, has because he was, two he was souls able, yeah. in his body, so he, he knows that the soul constructs and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, and I mean, that it's a good thing. Like, it goes back on his first fight with Nanami, where it's like the only way you can protect your soul is if you fully understand that it exists. <clears throat> and it's like, bro, that, that goes in like, now we're about to get our first. Uh, we're about to get our first team up fight. Yeah, it's just like fucking not me and Idori. One thing about these fucking fight scenes, I can't believe they cut it off. At, well, I mean, we obviously stopped watching at twelve. That's what our cutoff of the week. But I can't believe, damn, like that's where we left it off. Mm. We can talk about how Idori is actually kind of OP, like a little bit, like from a regular like human standpoint. Like he is, but I love how they still humble him at every turn. Yeah, like yeah. he just like. Like, he has the curse energy and all that stuff now, but, like, he was, like, all right, so when he pantsed yeah. the dude yeah. to, you know, talk to Yoshino, ran around, he was like, yo, how you ran around the block that fast? Yeah. He's like, was he like, out of breath? Was he out of breath? As like, far as humans goes, he's super OP, but as far as, um... We I gotta was, find out why. Yeah. Right? Like, we don't we even... Got like, to. we got Like, they were, like, like him with the shot put. Man, threw that shit like a regular baseball, like... He said, sorry. Like, well, we huh? gotta find out. It was funny, because after he talked about that, someone broke the shot put record. 
Um, oh, they did. Yeah, at the Olympic trials. But like, we gotta find it out. Oh, and as it isn't in the manga yet, so that's what I'm saying. We like, I want to fucking know. There has to be some reasons to why he's a superhuman. Maybe we'll find out. And it might be the foreshadowing where he's like, I have faint memories of my father, and mm-hmm. I don't know about my mom. And even when his grandfather was like, I'm gonna tell you about your parents. He's like, I don't want to hear it. You know what it kind of reminds me of? I don't know why, but remember that book way back when Maniac McGee. No, I have no idea. You guys never read Maniac McGee? No, but let's. Are you dating yourself? I've never even heard of that. It was a book I read in like elementary school. Jerry Spinelli. I've heard of it, but I never read it. Yeah, basically, like, (laughs) why did the first thing that come up was reading level? (laughs) I'm fucking crying. Jerry Spinelli, Maniac McGee. Exploring the themes of racism and inequality, it follows the story of an orphan boy looking for a home what in official town of What in the Martin Luther King mills. Elementary School is this? No, it's, it has, no, because even back then we weren't even really focusing on like the race aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, you're just like, kind of reading it because yeah. But anyway, the, the the kid that they call Maniac McGee, like he was basically a, a, a kid that had like kind of like su- super not superhuman, but like like well, yo, he, he shouldn't be he's kid in elementary exactly. school. Basically, like yo, he could outrun like this. With no shoes or, oh, you he could hit a baseball, like, three baseball diamonds. Like, it was, like, that type of. Mm-hmm. So that's why it kind of reminds me of Itadori, where it's like, yo, like, and everybody's just cool with it. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, yeah, Itadori, yeah, he, he, he ran the, he ran the, the, ones uh, that the 100 meter forever. in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, he's always just been better at everything. He's been better at it than everybody, but, like, we just kind of accept it. Yeah. He doesn't want to, he doesn't do sports or anything. He's like, yeah, I just, I'm just here existing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm late for dinner. Burton would have had a fucking aneurysm if he went to our high school and did sports. <laughs> But I don't know. It's it's good. I there's got to be. It's very bleach esque, and where it's like, why are all these things happening to the, who's supposed to be a normal human? Yo, that is true. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about bleach. But yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll see. And then uh, in this fight, we get an art style change. Which whenever there's an art style change mid fight, oof. You talking about when is uh when, when he when he realizes like what just happened to Yoshino and blacks mm, and the shit goes black and white and yep. he just starts. Ah, uh, love it. I w- I've always wondered, like, sometimes when they do art style changes like that, if they, like, take it from, like, pictures of the of the, the manga. You know what I'm saying? Like Certain panels. So sometimes yeah. the artist will do it um, to do the art style change to show the larger effect. But, like, I feel like also sometimes the, the studio might have some creative freedom. Yeah. I mean, I will hope it's, like, a balance of both because yeah. obviously you don't want to stick too much to the script, but you got to, you know, keep it. I know it the One Piece ones were, like, um, I'm pretty sure they were by the manga. Yeah. And, like, the One Piece ones are right. elite. But makes sense. Yeah, I'm ready for this pair up. Um, it's, this was again very Naruto and Kakashi vibes. Yeah, like when fucking Sasuke's on the ground covered in needles when they fought Haku. Good for Haku, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good times, good vibes. Yeah, and now we're getting our first uh, Jujutsu Sorcerer pair up because Nanami's like, well, I can't hit him, but you can. But I could deal with everything else. So let's work together. Yep. we love to see it. Teacher and the student mm-hmm. going crazy. All right. Anything else in your guys' notes? Mm, nah. Uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I like how he asked. <laughs> so he said, how's the gang doing? And they just fucking panda wilding on sis. Tuna. <laughs> going crazy. Yes. Fucking, what's his name? Ichiji? He be going through it. Yeah. Because he's so powerless. Yeah. OD. Yeah. So if you guys are following along, watch another three episodes for next week. So 13, 14, and 15. True. It's going to get real spicy. And that is it for us here at Saratobi Sports. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. 
Find us wherever. Make sure you listen to us. We're on everything. So tell a friend and tell a friend. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at OffendedNormal. Guys? Big facts. You know the situation. Uh, if y'all want to follow me, be on Instagram, Worldwide West underscore 11 on the gram. Now I'm saying, uh, make sure y'all stay safe out here, man. Yo, I mean, hopefully y'all vaccinated by now. If y'all not, then I mean, it is what it is. Uh, is yeah. it? I mean, <laughs> I'm not here for the, for the, for the dysfunction. Uh, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Forever and always. Hmm. It's a bold statement, but okay. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on the Twitter. J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Um, I got nothing else to say except uh, nematodes are people too. And that's it. If I asked you to define a nematode or describe one, could you for me? I, I could. Can you? Ian asked me formally, so no. Can I'll you answer describe it a nematode for me? I'll describe a nematode on the next pod. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice.